If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this episode of Mind Pump, so this episode has a lot of fitness talk, uh, talk about burning body fat, building muscle, but we also talk about burning man, current events, and our personal lives. So the first 45 minutes is the intro portion of the episode. We start out by talking about our most impulsive purchases and the times we've been hustled. If you guess that Adam is the most impulsive purchaser of all of us, you'd be correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> then I talked about how Skinny Dipped, this is one of our sponsors, they're the makers of the almonds that are lightly coated in chocolate, great macro prof- profile, extremely delicious. They sold 360,000 pounds of almonds last year. And as of right now, they're one of the number one recommended snacks for college students. I think they're onto something, Sal. And Justin eats them all, all the time. Look, we have a discount for you if you want to try Skinny Dipped. Go to skinnydipped.com forward slash mind pump and enter the code mind pump and get 20% off your entire order. Then Justin talked about his basketball adventure last night. Yeah. He's getting athletic again from playing basketball. Watch out, everybody. Then he had to take a hot bath, though, because he couldn't sleep. Uh, There's the old part. (laughs) Adam brought up a TV show. I think he said the name wrong. I did. It's called (laughs) The Shop Uninterrupted. I don't know what you said it was. Undisputed. Undisputed. (laughs) Undisputed. It's fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. With LeBron James. Uh, Sounds like it wants to be a good show, but uh, they're getting too political, so it's not that great. Then I talked about the latest groundbreaking study on branched-chain amino acids, this one will not shock you. Blow your mind. <laughs> then I also brought up the meta-analysis on artificial sweeteners. So they did a big uh, analysis of lots of past studies on artificial sweeteners, and they came up with some interesting conclusions. I talked about Burning Man and the DJ Flume and what he ate on stage. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Stay tuned for that surprise. Yeah. Didn't taste good, though. It was not skinny-dipped almonds. <laughs> no, thanks, Adam. <laughs> no. Uh, we also talked about how we got listed as one of the top fitness podcasts in we the world. We told you again. On men's health <laughs> and ask.men.com. In case you forgot. Yeah, so in case you forgot, we, uh, we, we pumped ourselves up a little bit again. Oh, also, I want to mention to everybody... Our live event coming up in San Jose on September 27th. This one is going to be with Mike Matthews. You get to meet all of us, ask us questions, have a great time. And we also have a VIP ticket where you have dinner with all of us beforehand. Uh, That's going to be a good time. All that is available at mindpumplive.com. Make sure you go check that out. Don't miss out. Then we got to the questions uh, part of this episode. The first question, this person wants to know what you should do when you have a poor night of sleep the night before. Should you skip your workout or should you go in and work out easy or do mobility work? Next question. This person's clients talk a lot about staying away from white, simple carbs and those kinds of foods. Is it a myth or is there some science behind that? Next question. Do we think it's a good idea for someone who has had an eating disorder in the past to enter into a bodybuilding contest? Uh, The answer is no, that's not a good idea. But we, we go deeper into it though. And the final question, this person wants to know which fitness influencers we'd like to wipe off the face of the earth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's pretty extreme, but I'm with you. Also, this month, MAPS Starter is 50% off. Now, MAPS Starter is an excellent program to help people get started with resistance training. So if you've never really worked out with weights or resistance on a consistent basis and you want to reap all the benefits, faster metabolism, 
uh, sculpt your body, burn body fat, of course, get stronger. Map Starter is a phenomenal place to get started. Start now. Here's the best part. This is all the equipment you need. You ready? A physio ball and dumbbell. So you can actually do this entire workout at home as well. It also makes a great gift. If you have any friends or family members that you'd like to get started in resistance training, but they have no idea what they're doing and they need help, Map Starter is a perfect program. And then personal trainers, this program is excellent to be able to use for clients. So if clients that do stuff on their own at home, this program is great for them to access and use on their own when they're not working out with you. So again, Map Starter, 50% off. Here's what you do to get the discount. Go to mapsstarter.com. That's M-A-P-S-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com and use the code STARTER50. That's S-T-A-R-T-E-R-5-0. There's no space there for the discount. You know, I really envisioned us using Dick a lot more. What? Oh, oh. You're yeah. talking about the, the skeleton? Yeah. You have, yeah. To, you have to preface that. I got scared. Yeah. I did. Remember when we first got the studio, that was like one of the first purchases I wanted to make. I was like, we're going to use a skeleton. We've done a lot of those. You're a little bit impulsive yeah. sometimes with your purchases. <laughs> you bought, what are we going to do? You bought the skeleton. What, what else did I? Okay. You bought two arcades. Hey, no, no, no. Those are my own money. <laughs> I I didn't say it doesn't matter. You're I still impulsive. I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> oh, it is a good idea still. You're still impulsive, hey. bro. Well, I still want a gauntlet and uh, your Street Fighter because you talk so much shit. I got hey. I got both of those each for a thousand dollars each, and they I could sell them right now for two grand each. Really? So that was. But right now you're still down. A grand, you're still down a grand each. I know. It. I'm invested. <laughs> Just like I am in the Camaro. Hey, invested. Hey, let, let me be honest. Okay, is this is this true? Could this be true? You're a miser. You have, Your shit's all buried. Do you dude. have a little bit? Do <laughs> yeah. you have a little bit of impulsivity with purchases? Of course I do. Okay. Of course I do. <laughs> so it's not, I'm not the <sighs> first person to say that. Of course I do. I know. <laughs> I know. I have. I know. I am a little bit. Just a little bit, though. Yeah. I, you know what I've done though? As I've gotten older. What's your worst? Did you most- get rid of that quad? That was like right in the middle of the living room. <laughs> yeah, you had, <laughs> you had a quad. There. You never rode. You parked at your house. You know, <laughs> do you know that for Christmas last year? You know, Christmas. This is last Christmas. The, my gift that I asked from Katrina that I wanted was actually to get it up and running. I, I had her. She fixed it all up and had it back up and running. And so I was the quad. Yeah. Oh, wow. You still have it? Yeah. What'd you do with it? I was. Yeah. It's out at her her brothers. That had, they have like a like an acre and a half out there. <laughs> and so I, I was actually just riding it. And maybe I don't know two or three months ago it was a little bit longer than that. Maybe four months ago I was riding it. Uh, and having a blast on it, dude. And I was so glad that I kept it. <laughs> Shut up, bro. Shut <laughs> the, cha- the chain Just broke on it, though, because it, <laughs> sat- it sat for so long. And so I was whipping it around out there, and then the chain snapped off it. So now it's like sitting in the fucking garage again. Needs to work on it. Oh, like, at least you got a good a good solid hour. Yeah. I can't talk <laughs> too much shit. I got like the old pickup truck that's just getting like dirt and rust. Is that okay? So what is is that your most impulsive buy? Yeah, like your that, worst? Well, that one I've had it since high school. So I've worked on, it, and then I traded up and got one that was like. Did you buy that? Or was it passed safer? Down? <clears throat> no, I bought it. Oh, you do I, buy I, it? Yeah, I worked like two summers to, to to buy it and then like start upgrading it and then working on it on my own. Went to auto shop to try and do all this shit myself and then realized I don't got time for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I should just uh, pay, you know, big bucks and get it done. Yeah, I'm trying to think what, what I've bought and that's like super You are impulsive. not impulsive at all. Uh, you are the opposite. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I ever You're the guy with- who, you're like my friend who like wants something, but then- He'll, he'll really want something, but then he'll like convince himself, like, yeah. eh, I'm probably not going to use that. You'll like enough. tell everybody, oh, I'm getting this nice thing, dude. It's going to be awesome. And then you get like the knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I almost yeah. I almost made a really uh, expensive, impulsive buy back when I was 20. 
I that remember, was the last time you almost made an impulsive that's buy. That's the one that just re- twenty years ago. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> like I almost did this one time. It was this one time, yeah. but it was real close. It yeah. was an extra pair of socks, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. stupid!" Uh, no, I was uh, I was twenty, and um, you know, I was living with my parents, making a shit ton of money running gyms, and everybody kept telling me I needed to buy a nice car. I was mm. driving a uh, I was driving a Volkswagen Golf. God, some of our stories are so similar about stuff. And, and everybody's like, "You got to buy a cool car. You got to buy a cool car." So I'm like, "Ah, really? I don't know. Maybe." So I went to, do you know the Ferrari dealership in Los Gatos? Oh, shit. Wow, you went, you went you like, like all that? In. So I looked at, they had a used Lotus. Remember the Lotus? Yeah. I've yeah. always loved Lotus. So I looked at it, and I saw the price. I'm like, I could totally afford this, you know, and I almost. It's like the Miata and then sports I didn't do cars. Yeah, I didn't do <laughs> Lotus is a badass car. You don't yeah, like Lotus? Yeah, they're all right. The old school yeah, one? Yeah, they're all right. I mean, it's, they, they look but, like a wedge. Yeah, you know? no, I remember I remember that. You know, that you did what I did, though. Same thing. I remember when I first got into management at 24 Fitness and I started making really good money and I was still driving around my high school car. I had an Acura Integra and it was like totally fast and furious tricked out. And I remember <laughs> upper management like giving me a hard time because I went and it was had the five inch exhaust. No, it oh, yes. <laughs> no. So you hear me come up to like these big, coffee can. big company meetings, <laughs> you know, bass in the back. like. And I remember them like, and I'm oh, fuck, I'm only 20, right? 20, or let's see, no, this time I'm like 20, 21, 22, or about to be 22 because I bought my house at 22. So I was 21, gonna be 22, driving this thing to meetings, making good money. And I and at that time I had I had a good amount of money saved up. I think I had like sixty or seventy thousand dollars that I'd saved up. And I wanted a beamer. So I wanted a five series or an M five. And I remember like I was this close to going to buy it. And you know, and I had I luckily I had some good mentors at that time that were like, Don't do that right now. Buy your house first. Mm-hmm. You can, then after that you can go get whatever car you want within a couple of years. And it was, it was the best advice I ever took. I didn't I still continued driving around that car. And I went and bought a house, and then after I bought the house, bro. I, here's here's a good example of the kind of person I am, right? So when I was, when we were kids, it was it was the thing was to get an amazing stereo system in your car, yeah. right? That was the thing. Yeah. Like if you had money, you went and you got yourself some twelve inch subwoofers in the back, amp, and the whole deal. So do you guys remember um, what were they called? Rockford Fosgate, yeah, Punch. I think yeah. they were called. Mm-hmm. That was like a popular speaker. They were pretty good. They yeah. weren't maybe not JBL, but they were pretty good, no, right? No, they were. They were decent. So instead, what did I do? I went to the flea market because I wanted to see someone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I saw these I speakers. I saw these speakers, and they were called Crunch. <laughs> So they were, they were knockoffs. They were knockoffs. They said crunch. Well, I, I put them in the back of my truck. I got I got had once. So when I first moved to San Jose, like so, I come from small town, right? And you know, if you're a small town kid like me, and you move to the Bay Area, like you're not savvy to all the hustlers. There's hustlers everywhere, and I don't know if you guys have ever been hit up by these guys before, but there this used to be a major hustle in San Jose, and they got me when I was like in my early twenties, where the guy would like sell you uh, like speakers that he just bought, like a home stereo system that's worth like three thousand dollars, and they would get you for like three hundred to five hundred dollars for it. Mm-hmm. But then you get it and you take it home, and fucking none of it worked. It was like all fake. It was like a fake. It looked just like the shit that you would go buy at fucking Good Guys or whatever the or what yeah, was it? yeah. It was like, like one of the stores, Circuit City or whatever. He'd have the catalog and everything. They drive around in like a van and they cruise the parking lot, find some kid. These are like the cologne people. Yes, that sell cologne. Yeah. Very too. similar. Well, I had a guy hit me up with that even in Santa Cruz. Yeah. So he and I remember they got me because I was all into stereo. I, that's how they, they they hear me basing it in my in my car, right? Oh, yeah. You know, and I pull up. Dude run, runs up to me, says, "Hey, man, I just." 
I, got, I bought this stereo system and I, they actually gave me two of them and I'm trying to get rid of one of them. And he shows me like the catalog. He's like, here's all the stuff. Here's what it's worth. And he's like, I'll give it to you for like 300 bucks right now. And I'm like, I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> like, that's a come up. So I literally, he follows me to the bank. I pull out 300 bucks, oh get all the shit, load it in my car, get home, fucking nothing, dude. All, none of it worked. None of it worked. Oh. Completely fake. Twice I've been, I got hit like that. I got hit another time. That wasn't, so I didn't learn my lesson the first time. I just thought How that was- How infuriating is that? Yeah, the second time I was, in, the second time I was pissed, I was pissing myself like, oh shit, like this is the, how they get yeah. down over here. Like yeah. people just be hustling everywhere. And to your point about the- Rockford Fosgate because it was actually a Rockford Fosgate speaker. Guy sold me for like a hundred bucks, you know, a twelve-inch uh, Rockford Fosgate punch speaker, and it had the whole box, everything. You know, he gave it to me for like hundred bucks. I knew the value of that at that time. Same thing, dude. The speaker was obviously blown or something. Oh my you God. can't see that. You can't no, tell. No, you can't tell. And so you go plug it all in, and like an asshole, I totally fell for it, bought it. Scumbag. So I got a good like hustled story, too. Like This is back when, uh, you know when the URLs were a big thing? Like You you buy like www.whatever, and it was like, this was the new gold rush, you know, because like you had heard on the radio and stuff that like some people have come up on all this money because they got because they bought rights to the name they first. Amazon.com first. Exactly. Or yeah. Na- yeah, Nike then, or something. Yeah. Like some before the actual company gets it, then the company has to pay them for that and this and the other. And so this guy totally hustled me. He's like, and this is back when like, you know, the internet was just like brand new. And I'm like, wow, you can make that kind of money from this. Oh yeah, man. My, I, I'd sold my last one to one of my friends and he made, you know, 50 grand, like just off of like owning the rights to this. I'm like, wow, dude, that's crazy. Like he's got, I got one. And so he knew my pain point. He knew I like star Wars. So he's like, dude, I got one star Wars merchandise.com. Like, think about it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, this is making sense. Hooked, line and sink. Yeah, right? I'm like, wow. Like, so, so he's like, you could have it, and then you could, like, you know, you want, you can use it. You could sell like Star Wars merchandise someday and make a business out of. It. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. You know, I could totally do that. Or they buy it from you. I'm like, yeah, well, you're not gonna lose. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna lose. Dude. So you had to buy it off of him. I bought it for like 500 bucks. <laughs> do you still have it? No. No. What, what'd you do with it? No, I have no idea. Didn't renew it. Just, it. just yeah, didn't renew it. It because that's not a bad URL. Like, Star Wars Go, merchandise. GoDaddy like took it from me. Yeah. Oh, I know. that's yeah. actually not a bad. After one. ten years of sitting on it and not doing somebody anything sold with it. it for ten well, grand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, I was like Captain Gullible. Are those? Yeah, you know, did I ever share the hustle? The 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 time I got hustled in Hawaii, like the first Hawaii trip. Is this no. a th- this is not the strip club? One. Yes, yes, yeah, did. I did uh, share that. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was yeah, that's yeah. probably the worst <laughs> that's hustle. My favorite story. That, that was the fucking worst. <laughs> oh. hustle. You know why that's so good? Because a version of that has happened to For somebody. Every guy well, has had has gotten ripped off at a strip club when you were first timer, dude. Know? So there's actually a, like a movie. Tra- I was watching uh, movie trailers and. Uh, there was there was a movie that's called like The Hustlers oh, or Hustlers. Oh, the one with um, what's her name, J Lo. J Lo and uh, Cardi B. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like that's the whole premise of the movie was like based off a true story of like a group of these strippers who who like united together to just basically rip off every rich guy that came through <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, And like they, they ran all these cons on them and stuff. Yeah. And- well, no, the ultimate hustle is they they'll make you they'll drink with you not and you don't know you're paying for the the drinks for everybody or yeah. they'll dance they'll give you a lap dance and they'll keep going. Even though the song's over, yeah, and they're well, and the next one comes on, and you're like, oh, cool, she's still in the going. movie. They they would like get him like super drunk or like 
give them some kind of drug or whatever, get them like super loose to where they're like uh, almost passing out and they would just take their credit card and like swipe it. Well, yeah. So the, and I had, you, nobody complains. I, uh, I had boys say? that woke up and all their shit was gone in hotel rooms. Like uh, multiple dudes that, that happened to in Vegas where their le- Rolexes were gone. Like all their shit was and gone. And you're so, you're, you know why it's such a good hustle is because the guys, you, you don't say nothing. They feel so ashamed. Yeah. 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 And embarrassed. Most dudes ah, were got me. most dudes were already in like another relationship or some <laughs> shit. So it's I like, can't tell my wife. Yeah, like what do you say? So you get so they fucking steal five. Babe, the stripper took all my money. <laughs> yeah, She's right. like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Who took your money? Anyway, uh, that's hilarious. That's Dude, bad. did I tell you guys about the article I read on Skinny Dipped? No. No. So Skinny Dipped, uh, guess how many almonds they sold last year? How many pounds? There's actually an article about that. <laughs> yeah, because they're blowing up. Wow. They're blowing up 360,000 pounds Damn. of almonds they sold last year. And they, and they were just listed on Pop Sugar. You guys familiar with that, the, the website Pop Sugar? No. They listed mm. them. So it's a, it's a popular site that lists like top five, whatever, top 12, you know, whatever. Mm. Very, very, very heavily uh, populated site. Anyway, they were named the top uh, snack you should have if you're in college because. Of course, it's lower in sugar. It tastes good. And it's oh, interesting. Healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out yeah. to those guys. Yeah, That's so they're cool. crushing it. So Justin is, yeah. uh, you know, you're not the only one. <laughs> hey, you know, the addicts unite. <laughs> I know I this guess. whole time I, I thought it was you who was yeah. completely financing yeah. their... <laughs> Trying to stay skinny, unskinny dip? Now that's the real thing. Yeah. Right? That's, that's, that's the real if challenge. If you eat five bags yeah. at a time, yeah, no, you're not I, supposed to eat the whole thing. I tell everybody the hack is to buy the fucking small ones. Like the, the, where, they get, where you'll get caught up is if you buy buy the bag that has 900 calories worth yeah. like that's where you get fucked is yeah. you buy the small bags and you just say hey I'm allowed to have the because that one bag is only like 200 some calories yeah. it's not a bad snack no at all. not at all yeah so this no. is a little bit of an inappropriate story but uh this happened to me yesterday we were coming back from my son's uh soccer game or soccer practice and I'm driving and uh, I saw my friend was out with his dog and I had the dog in the back. And so I was like, oh, at the park, I was like, just let me out and then I'll have him like drive me home. And so I get out of the car and, and Courtney goes over to, to, to the driver's side and she like is trying to like tell me and get my attention as I'm walking away. And she's like, hey, hey, hey. And she's like laughing and stuff. And I'm like, what? What do you want? And all this stuff. And she's like looking down and there's there's a melted skinny dip. Like, oh, God. Right where like on, on the, the corner of the seat. And she thought so. It's all over your shorts, maybe. She thought it was something else. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, and really, I'm like, you thought that I just nuggeted like that as I was like exiting the the, the car. She's like, she's not. I wouldn't put it past you. I'm like, ah. Oh. So don't let that happen. Don't eat on the drive. <laughs> There's another. Yeah. No, that's already. That's actually PSA. Hap- that's happened to me already. Where I've lost one, and then it melts and your pants, and you get up, and then you have like yeah, this stain. It's all smudged, yeah, and it yeah. was like it, it did look like it yeah. to, to her credit. <laughs> taking, it, taking an L, yeah, I, and then what you do in public is you walk up to your friend and you like scrape some of it off. And oh, <laughs> I know I should have just grabbed it and out. ate yeah. it. Right oh, that's not poop. Like, hey. hey, how uh, how was basketball last oh, night? Oh yeah, guy? dude, you look oh, like you're man. okay. Yeah, no, you look you look, you look thinner. <laughs> <laughs> just one basketball session. I'm like just a whole new skinny guy. So, so you got to tell the audience. So you d- you joined a, a basketball league, like a men's league. Oh, yeah. you actually joined a. Well, I thought you no, just no, played no, a game. No, 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 no. Whoa, I don't know. Get your information from. Oh, did I make something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is Where'd like you? this is a bunch of old guys and and young guys that like have an open gym kind of situation. Oh, okay. So 
Yeah, no, I went to go to go play, and uh, it, I was doing like all these mobility drills and everything like all day long because like I just just was paranoid. I was paranoid. I don't know what was going to happen. It'd been a couple of years since I really had gone, you know, that hard uh, with basketball or any kind of sport that's like you know really taxing on on the joints and the body. And so, uh, man, my the only thing. And I mean, did you guys win? No, I lost like every game I played in, oh, which God. which sucked because I was like that common denominator. Whenever I was on somebody's team, like we lost, and oh, I'm no. like this is horrible because <laughs> I was totally dogging it. Like I had no lungs. Like I I literally haven't like even jogged. Yeah, that's the in, worst part. In the last thing, but actually I had decent skills. I made a couple threes. You know, got us close in the game, but we'd lose. And so I enjoyed the time off though, in between where I'd like sit out a game or two. But uh, man, no scares, no scares, no huh? scares, no nothing. Wow. But then I get home and I just, oh, I had this like cramp in my stomach and I'm like, oh, this is awful. I couldn't even eat afterwards. And I go to sleep and it was so bad all night. I had this pain in my stomach and I had to like draw myself a bath at like two in the morning <laughs> just, to, just to relax. You had to take a bath after Yeah, basketball? I was taking a bath, dude. At 2 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. On. What yeah. the fuck? Hold on. Did you, what have, did you do? I yeah. tried everything. I was like, you rubbing know? my stomach. I'm like, oh. No dude. idea what it was? I have no idea. You, did you eat a uh, post-game chili dog or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> no. that Nothing. I, I wish I could because then I would know. You know, like you know it, what it is. Oh, I'm gonna make an educated I was guess. Just, just cramping. And, I'm oh. gonna make an educated I can't guess. Wait to hear this. Right. You are to uh, to uh, almost to a fault, extremely competitive. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you stressed yourself the fuck out before I, the games. I probably did. And it, <laughs> you yeah. had a little bit of a adrenaline dump afterwards. Like, yeah. Ugh. And and you so and me losing like. It, like it really gets to me. Yeah, know? I know this, like, and, and Adam knows this. Fuck you, by the way. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> for, do you know how I know this? Because yeah. you've lost a couple games. Of I want to beat you to the punch to Adam, <laughs> yeah. and it's stressing you out. It I don't is, like it. It hurts my gut. <laughs> I don't oh, like it. Like I carry it all I'm right have here. A I'm gonna have a meeting with Adam. He's pretty such he's a like, ba- you better let him. He's win such a bad loser, no, which is, makes it so oh, fun to win. Look how mad he is right now. It's a stupid game. We have a we have a thing going right now for the audience that we we play. Cornhole. I mean, if, if you like, oh, I'm a good cornholer. Cool. You know? Like, <laughs> give yourself a title. It's on ESPN know. now, bro. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so is CrossFit. It's not a real thing. That's it's fine. Yeah. So, but what's the what's the bet? Whoever wins, so no, chooses I, the music. Right? Yeah, yeah. So whoever's winning, so I, I intentionally oh. uh, I play my country music whenever we that's, play. That's the most painful part. Yeah. Because yeah. now I even if I hear it like country in the grocery store or something that yeah, reminds, reminds you of, of a loss like, oh! that's why i do it so oh my god yeah. don't get so angry stupid. I, I love it it's stupid so okay so right now you're the winner because <clears throat> so you get to play country yeah so and whoever to, wins picks the music right so if justin wins we would get death metal 100 uh, i'm gonna go like really heavy crazy Just scary death metal yeah, yeah like, so like, like scare the shit out of you. i'm rooting metal. for you i'm rooting for you <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna play if i win we'll play edm we'll play some european edm you're Never nice. gonna win. Nice. You're good. You, know, you know, hey, look. Hey, you know what? You have you for hey, sure. You be careful. You have the best luck in the world. Like like single one time shots. Some stuff. people call it skill, but it, you, you, to play a full game <laughs> He's from like beginning Captain to end, Carnival feel, games. Yes, he is. Yeah. Look, is there's only one time we've ever played a sport against each other, or, or almost like that's a sport. not a sport. It yeah. was it was it was carnival again. Game. It's a carnival. We played game. horse. Yeah, okay. that's a child's game. We all. It's kind of like basketball. Yeah. And we recorded the whole thing. So anyway, <laughs> I mean, never play again. I know, I mean, I'll never live. What's that. funny? What's funny about that is that I knew after I won that game 
that I'd never play basketball with you guys yeah, again. Yeah, that was it. Hey, so I could say that forever. Speaking of basketball, so I was so pumped about this. Uh, I, I think I told you guys before, I've been on the, the HBO and Showtime kick. I'm like, not that I'm anti-Netflix, but I mean, everybody's been jocking Netflix for like the last three years. I'm like, you know what? HBO and Showtime still put out fucking fire documentaries, fire shows. Yeah. And so I've been going through and I've been watching a lot of Showtime and, and, and HBO lately. <clears throat> and so the recently... Uh, I saw a preview to what was getting released yesterday uh, or the day before yesterday, whatever it was. Um, and it was LeBron James's new um, like s- series that he has that he was called Undisputed. And it looked rad. I mean, the the lineup of people that were a part of it and the, the idea is like this, you know, authentic, uh, unedited type of or unscripted conversation in a barbershop. And it's all these big name celebrities that are super popular now, everything from sports, so other athletes and other sports, comedians. Um, and so I was really excited to watch it, but it didn't take but maybe five minutes or so into it. And immediately, like, I, I was like, fuck, really, dude? Like, you just took something that I thought was a really good idea and we turned it into like a, 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 a political agenda. Mm. And that's what it feels like. And I should have known better because as soon as it starts, Jonathan Stewart's there. It's like mm. there's all these. It's like all these other all these other guy athletes are in there, right? And then Jonathan Stewart, like, what the fuck is he doing in there? <laughs> but he's obviously in there because he's the only real professional interviewer, mm-hmm. and so he really orchestrates and drives the conversation. Yeah, you need an anchor, otherwise it's just blah. right. And so, and when you can tell everything that he contributes or he asks, it's like. You, it's it's setting the table for some underlining agenda that's going on about mm. LeBron's brand and what they're trying to make him look as this woke dude and the questions that he's asking I think are and like so I was really let down and I was so it was one of those things I was really excited about that I thought the concept and the idea was brilliant but it it definitely I mean you could tell by the way they edit it too yeah. so you know here's and I feel like and the reason why I wanted to bring it up because I feel like this is going to be the next real big popular thing. I know we we have, you know, uh, talked about uh, authenticity mm-hmm. and that we don't we don't edit anything. We don't show prep. It's like it's completely real. And and there's no edits either. Doug doesn't. I mean, we say something stupid on the show. It gets aired stupid. On Unfortunately, the show. right. That's part of the thing that Lots we of stupid stuff out there. We we agreed <laughs> early on. And so there's this new movement of uh, authenticity and being real, but. Yet when you still you can see, tell when it's engineered though yeah it's well it's edited yeah you know so it's clipped it's clipped and they and they piece parts together to to, to put an overarching message and I think that this is going to become more and more popular of you know look how real and authentic I am but it's really not completely real and authentic because it's it's cut and spliced mm-hmm. and positioned in a way to have some sort of a theme and I think that we're going to see more and more and it reminds me do you remember do you guys remember when Reality TV first started. Oh yeah, it blew up. Yeah, when reality. Do you remember Puck? Well, from and, the real world. Yes. Yeah. And do you remember how like real it was? Like when it first started. Like I don't think they knew what to do with it. No, it was yeah. like let's just film these people in real Give world. More booze. And yeah, just let them and we put them together and see what happens. And then what they saw happen, and they saw what got the ratings. Then more and more of it becomes became scripted mm-hmm. and orchestrated and set up. Well, to, here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the thing that we need to understand: the consumers. Because I always go back and forth between: is this an agenda or are they just 
feeding into consumers. Did no, you guys, it's, it's totally feeding into consumers. Yeah, because did you see that post I did where um, I had a post and it was uh, CNN and Fox News and it, and it had like two little bubbles like they were talking and it said, you know, we we are, our goal is to divide everybody and you know we're we we try to feed one side of the population. We try to feed the other. You know, whatever. And as if it's an agenda, and a lot of people agree that it's an agenda, but I honestly think it's just they're just producing what people watch, and people like drama. Yeah, and, but here's and, the thing: that they're, they're and a lot of drama in reality. There's, there's they're, not a lot of real drama. They're producing what people want, but they're doing it in a deceitful way. That's the part that I don't like. Because so, I think people, because I think when you make it in a not deceitful way, they don't get as great a ratings. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I, no, that's what it. That's yeah. the popular thing right now. Like people is to want it to be, look real but not be real. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because in real world, in real life, think about it this way: Imagine if your real life was as dramatic as a reality show. Yeah. You would die of anxiety and stress. It'd be right, a, it'd yeah. be insane. Dude, it reminds me of that. Uh, what show is that? It's the one where the guy comes in and he takes over the bar and redoes it. Oh, yeah. I guess like, there the bar was this, flip thing. Or yeah, the, yeah, where he comes in and kind of overhauls it, mm-hmm. and literally, like the first couple ones, like they tried to find the scummiest bar they possibly could. That's like cockroaches and things and all that. But like, I guess like there was this whole article that came out where they actually like have proven that <clears throat> they actually now place like cockroaches just for shots, and then they'll make it super dirty, and then you know and the bar owners get pissed because they're like, dude, we were, we're not that disgusting. <laughs> we're not that. We're not up. that disgusting, but we'll be on the show because we want. Like, you know, some of the remodeling you guys are going to do for right. us, you know? So they're like, well, uh, it's like, you know, I guess we'll go through like looking like assholes. I thought yeah. uh, there was a, I shared on my, so on my Insta story, uh, hopefully it'll still be up there when this goes live. Um, I shared a, a, a critic that had wrote about it that I thought did a really good job. I think it was tasteful the way he, he criticized it because it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like somebody hardcore from the right that was like completely trashing it. It was just like. You know, there's there's an obvious theme. There's a reason why they edited the way they did, and so unfortunately, you know, for somebody who thought they were getting a real, true, complete, authentic conversation, it's not completely. You know what? You know what it is. It makes me wonder. It's like in the past, if you liked a product or show just because it was cool, that was enough. Yeah. But it's almost like today, it has to be like it has to have some kind of purpose and meaning almost mm, like yeah. like hey i like this candy bar just because it's delicious I'm well like, they we'll get this one because this well, they, is a lifestyle they even compare candy him, bar they even compare him to michael jordan multiple times and the, the critic you should read the article he, he uh-huh. writes about this because michael jordan in his time was you know the 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 message was you know for a, a really good athlete like him was to stay out of politics stay out of what you're not great at just be the super athlete that you are <clears throat> and let your sport do the talking for you yeah. instead of putting your opinion all out there. Oh, but he was great at that. Today is different. Today, yeah. like everybody wants to know, well, what does LeBron James think about mm-hmm. what's going on with the climate right now? And, yeah. you know, because that we have this connection to celebrities on another level than we used to, more and more people want to hear this stuff. And it's unfortunate because we're giving the mic and we're giving the attention to these people that probably shouldn't be talking about topics like this, not because they can't talk about it, but because they just really don't have a real educated opinion on it. And yet it makes for good TV, though, to have these guys talking Mm -hmm. about it. But it's a different time now. Now people want to hear all that stuff. Everything's like that. It's not just enough to to make nice shoes. You also now make nice shoes and show that you care about something else. You know what I'm saying? It's become marketable. There's a good side to that. The good side is... You know, more and more companies are trying to do better and better things, but there's a bad side to it too. There's misallocation of resources. 
Um, oftentimes companies that do that, their business fails because they take their resources and allocate it towards something that is to, to make them look a certain way when they should have spent that money on making a better product, which would have benefited everybody right, more. Right, now it's turned anyway. into a bunch of people of virtue signaling. It's, that's, that's what, what it is. That's what yeah. it's turned into. And I agree with you. Like, There's definitely some good to it. Like, I think that, and I remember when Tom's first came out with their campaign, there was one of the first companies that did that were smart like that and said, hey, we're going to, mm -hmm. for every pair of shoes bought here, we're going to give a pair of shoes. I think that was amazing. They were some of the leaders that, yeah. that were doing things like that. Where now everybody looks at it as a business strategy. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, like I'm going to start a business right away. I'm already thinking yeah, like they're angling with it. Yeah, they're angling and then, oh, look at me. This is what we're doing with it. I have so much more respect for somebody that does all this like philanthropy that has, but you have no idea about it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh shit, you find out later. Like, oh shit, I didn't I had no idea that Sal took twenty percent of his salary and was. Re putting it here and doing sure. this with it, doing that because sure. you know why? Because he didn't announce it on the yeah, podcast. Right. Well, he didn't put he didn't put it out there. There's an argument for either way, right? Like sometimes somebody can influence other people to to do the same thing, and that can generate more money for charity or whatever. But at the end of the day, I think you have to really care because it's not a money maker. It takes resources away from your business, <laughs> and you're not doing anybody favors any favors if your business fails. Now you've lost your ability to do any kind of good in the world. And here's the other part, and people don't like to hear this part, but this is true. If a company's providing something that people like and they're profiting, then they are doing some kind of good. Even if that product is not something you necessarily agree with, it at least shows that people enjoy the product enough to trade their dollars for it. Right. And so at the end of the day, what is the responsibility? And they're employing people. Yeah, right. Like, right. What is the responsibility of a business? Is the responsibility of a business to try to make the world a better place, or is it just to give people better products for what they want? Arguments can be actually made uh, quite well. I've heard arguments for either side made very, very effectively. So I don't know. Anyway, got a, got a study for you guys. That's kind of cool. Ooh. So a new study just came out on branched chain amino acids. Oh, I'm glad you're bringing this up. I was <laughs> just talking BCAAs. to our boy Brendan about this. Yes. So branched amino acids, there's been... Lots and lots of studies done on them for long for, for, for years now. And they've shown pretty conclusively past studies that branched chain amino acids um, don't do anything, um, except unless your protein intake is really low. So if you have really low protein and intake- And you're an endurance athlete. Yeah, and, and, and then you supplement with BCAAs uh, or essential amino acids, which seem to be better, then you'll get benefit. But if you eat adequate protein, you don't even have to have a high protein diet, just adequate protein- Supplementing with amino acids does nothing for you because proteins are chains of all the amino acids. So it's dumb to supplement with them when you're getting all, all you need from protein. Right. So the studies show waste the money unless you're super low on protein, <clears throat> then it might actually help you, in which case just take a scoop of protein powder is what I would say. But new study just came out. Okay. You want to know what it said? I do. Same fucking thing. Total waste of money. You got me. Total waste of money. You have me go, oh, God, yeah, dude, no. we're going to go back it's on like, what we said. Is there a reason? No, another big study. Branched amino acids do not improve muscle recovery from resistance to exercise in young adults. So another study showing that it is a waste of money. And just for the audience to, to know, branched amino acids and amino acids were among some of the first specific, you know, fitness health supplements. Those are some of the first ones that come out uh, that came out. Um, once we real once we realized that amino proteins were made up of amino acids, which was a long time ago, and then we realized, wait, some amino acids have different, you know, roles in the body. Supplement manufacturers were brilliant and said, "Oh, cool. Ooh. 
let's, let's tease this supplement out. amino acids, uh, you know, into people's diets, yeah. um, and sell these these pills or whatever, and people will buy them, and they do. And every you know, I don't know, five or ten years, for as long as I've been in the fitness space, they tend to make a resurgence. Like they were big for a second, and then everybody's like they're dumb, mm. and then they were big for a second, and then everybody said they're dumb. And it seems like they're making Well, at least you look cool just sipping on it all day with a straw. Yeah. <laughs> you got that going for you. Actually, that's terrible, right? Like, you can actually take too many branched amino acids and cause yourself problems. They can actually reduce the amount of dopamine that your brain produces, mess with your neurotransmitters. And some people with very high doses of branched amino acids, which none of us would ever normally hit, but knowing how idiotic people can be in our space, and I've seen people do this, well, they'll buy... BCAA powders and they'll sip on them instead of drinking water, they'll drink that all day long to you know make their muscles grow or whatever. So at those types of doses, you could actually give yourself uh, like chemical depression, almost make yourself feel like shit. So if you're supplementing with tons of BCAAs and you can't figure out why you're sad, BCAAs <laughs> <laughs> make you sad. It might be your supplement. You might that's really that. that's really popular though in the in the uh, like the hardcore fitness space. I mean, that's kind of a well, staple move right there. I think it's yeah. just because it tastes good, bro. Have you tasted some of these BCAA powder drinks? No, I don't think it's because it tastes I'm curious. Good. I think it's because I think it's because it tastes good, and they think it's good. Pro, it's going to make them build muscle. Yeah, I think it's more. I mean, I know what I was like as a kid who who didn't understand it early on, and what it was for me was. Oh my God! Uh, if I'm not getting a protein meal in every two hours, uh, my next best thing is the supplement with BCAs because if not, muscle could fall off my body. And <laughs> especially if I was in a calorie restricted diet, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to lose body fat. I'm not getting a ton of calories as it is. I must be taking you know branched chain amino acids to make sure that um, my. I mean, I even used to say that as a trainer early on. I remember telling clients like oh you know you want to take this just because what will happen is before your body starts to burn muscle it'll use this branch chain amino acid instead yeah, you know that was yeah. like the theory and what i thought for a very long time as a young trainer and you know it's and it's still very popular in the bodybuilding culture mm -hmm. i mean it's everybody is and i don't think it's because of the bubblegum flavor i mean it helps to i think that's a big mm -hmm. reason why Jolly people Ranger. like it so much because think about it this way when you're dieting and you're trying to build muscle and get shredded oh no i don't want to lose muscle though and yeah. i'm fucking hungry because i'm dieting oh cool i can drink watermelon you know punch or whatever yeah. so now i get my sweet tooth and no, no calories, calories. Yeah. artificially flavored and i get my bcaas <laughs> or whatever which again waste of waste of time and money no. mm -hmm. speaking of artificial sweeteners mm. uh so our friend uh lane norton did another post did on you say lame norton no lane -A. you said lame oh, you yeah. said lame <laughs> no. i'm sure he's i'm sure people have said that to him a million times but anyway he did a whole post on artificial sweeteners uh because another study came out on artificial sweeteners now this was a massive meta analysis you guys know what that means a lot of people. Uh, yeah, tons of people involved. Yeah, that means that they take uh, lots of studies and they analyze all the studies done on a topic. They smash it together. So they so research, and they're good. Meta-analysis are cool because uh, you know how studies can be. One can show one thing, one can show another thing, and, and sometimes they sound like they contradict each other. Mm -hmm. So what these types of studies do is they take all these studies or a lot of studies, they'll pick them, they'll pick them out. Usually it's anywhere between you know 20 to 50. And they'll pick the ones, they'll pick some of them out, and then they'll analyze those studies and then come up with conclusions. So that's what this did. Hmm. So this came out, and what he posted is he said, this meta-analysis showed that uh, you know artificial sweeteners don't cause people to eat more food and gain more body fat. And so he was all you know proud of this study. And so then I went and looked at the study myself and read it, and the study also shows that they don't make you lose weight either. 
So here's what you can can conclude from this. We know that, then this is a fact, that in order to lose weight, you have to take in less calories than you burn, right? That's a fact. Okay. So if you're replacing a sugary drink that has 250 calories Mm -hmm. with a artificially sweetened drink that has zero calories, you should be- Yeah, theoretically- making up with that with something. You should be consuming- 250 less calories a day or more in turn every single day instead what the study shows is people switch to artificial sweeteners and they don't lose any weight now they don't gain any weight either but they don't lose any weight now what does this tell us there's only two conclusions conclusion one the artificial sweeteners themselves cause weight gain i don't think that's the case there's lots of studies to show that they don't they don't really do that directly there's some weird studies out there that show there may be some weird side mechanisms but Probably not a powerful effect if there is any at all. So I don't think that's what the case is. Here's what I think, and here's what we learned as trainers forever, is that people consuming these things don't change their behaviors, makes them hungry, and they just replace those calories with other food, Right. which is why I never yeah, recommend pretty normal artificial sweetener drinks to begin with because I know it doesn't work. If I tell clients, don't drink soda, drink diet soda they end up not losing weight because they replace it with regular food. I can't wait for that Instagram mm-hmm. story that you're the Instagram thing you're going to do with him. When are you, are you guys scheduled to do that soon? Yeah, we're trying to book a time for him and I to talk about this topic and then answer questions. And I like Lane because he's objective, uh science-based um and but we come from two different camps, you know. He's mm-hmm. a he's a he's a scientist. Um his experience coaching people is working with uh athletes, bikini competitors, bodybuilders, physique competitors. My experience is entirely working with everyday average people. And so I think that there's different kinds of things you learn working with different people. And, um, you know, when you're working with, if I'm working with someone who's getting ready for a show, I could have them use artificial sweeteners because I know they're counting everything and they're not going to replace it. But when we're talking about behaviors, people tend, those, those artificial sweeteners tend to not help at all. Right. It's just, yeah, okay, now you're lower calories on the sugar, but you replace it with something else doesn't work for anybody. Well, I live both worlds. This is why I kind of, I float back and forth on it. We've talked about me drinking Diet Coke. You've seen me drink uh, zero calorie drinks before, but yet I've seen the, you float at the same time. <laughs> the same time I side with you on that, not being a recommendation to any of my clients, because I know every average day people that are just, you know, trying to make better, healthier choices. And they think they're making a better, healthier choice by having this zero calorie drink or zero calorie thing, whatever, they think that they're making a better choice, but what I know, those people end up replacing it with other foods. But I do see the value with somebody who is a competitor, somebody who is weighing and measuring every single thing that they consume, and they're like, man, I haven't had any sort of sugar or sweet, and so here I'm going to have this thing, and I'm going to treat it like a dessert for myself, but also make sure that I don't overconsume somewhere else. The people that have the discipline that are getting ready for a show are completely different than the average Jane or Joe. And and I will even go as far as to say, are, are they the people that we should look to when trying to figure out how to create Absolutely not. long-term healthy relationships? Absolutely with not. Now, I would Especially go- Especially since those same people, okay, and I know what this was like too, when you get off of competing for the show- Oh, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You go bananas. Mm-hmm. You do. I, do I, I know very few competitors that have had the discipline post-show to like- not put on 20 pounds right afterwards. No, I would say those are the worst people to look at when you're trying to figure out how to have a long-term approach to, you know, to, to nutrition. Those are the worst, absolute worst. And what these what these foods do, artificial sweeteners and 
other highly processed, you know, highly palatable type foods is they change the way you perceive other tastes. So you're consuming, you know, Ted, look, if you, if you don't believe me and you want to experiment on yourself, here's what you could do. Drink three diet sodas every single day and then notice how bland fruit starts to taste. Notice how you start to crave that extreme sweetness that you get from artificial sweeteners, which is even more sweet, by the way, than, than sugar. And you can't tell me that's not going to have a negative effect on your behaviors long term. Of course it does. Right. So that's that tends to be the you know tends to be the issue anyway. Um, oh, Burning Man! Didn't they just finish that? Oh, of course, because there's like nothing but Instagram pictures of everybody. I'm oh, so that how played man. out? How I'm, played out has it become? I'm so bummed about that, man. Ugh. I know it's, it was something I wanted to do, but now I can't. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just like everybody now. It's too, like, it's but too but they bring out. their phone. I, like I thought it was supposed to be an experience where you get away from all everything, but no, I have to capture it and I have to show you my little outfit. No, it's becoming a place now where you dress real sexy and you take psychedelics and then you yeah. do. Some That's weird called shit. Halloween. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, why do we need this too? Well, it's, th- it's still. It looks fun as fuck, but I'm just I'm over because I feel like everybody wants to do it. Yeah, now. I'm yeah. not, I'm always a kid who wanted to do like what yeah. everybody else wasn't doing. It's too popular, and it wasn't that. It didn't seem like it was that popular just five years ago, and now it's like everybody. I, I'm sure it is a blast, but I'm with you. It's like, damn it, now it's now it's played out. But uh, do you guys hear about Flume? Do you guys know who Flume is? No. Flume is a DJ, so he's a he's a he's a he's a popular European DJ. Plays a lot of. Uh, I like, saw an article about you know this guy. good yeah. He plays a lot of um, what's it called EDM type music, and you know he's relatively popular. Anyway, he's doing a set on stage, and uh, a girl jumps on stage, and he uh, eats her butt. <laughs> what? Yeah, he ate her butt on stage, <laughs> like, like like straight up in like, the butt, like. Like in front of pants everybody? off and everything. Oh, yeah, dude. Just, just, how did you nah, find, nah, how did you find out about this? Wow. It was all over the news. Oh people my. were filming it, and people were like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" Oh, and you know who posted a that's video? A bold, of that's a bold move. You that's know who a posted swe- a, a sweaty, yeah. sandy, dirty butt. Ooh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, ugh. hey, it's a it's, nonetheless, it's a random butt. Like, when in Rome. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's a, you. That's a, you're taking you're rolling the dice right there. Oh, yeah, you're taking I mean, you're hoping you're to taking a real chance. Hoping to God she had baby wipes or some yeah. good wipes right before that, and then she's all. I hope she's got a healthy gut biome. That's the easiest way to get a parasite ever. Oh, but anyway, you know, you know who posted the video of him doing it? Who? His girlfriend. His girlfriend was wait, there. Wait, wait. Yeah. yeah, no yeah. way. Yeah, that's what I read. I guess his wow, girlfriend videotaped him eating some girls. Uh, that's some girls butt. It's, it's, wow. Made big news. Those are the kind of stories I like. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it makes me one second. It's Burning Man. I'm like, what do you expect? I'm sure he's not the only one that was doing that. Yeah, that Burning Man. Lots of ass eating going on. Right yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, did we ever talk about the, how we made the lists on um, men's health and Ask Men? Yeah. Did we mention that? We should pretty much brag. Like, yeah. You know, like we should tell people <laughs> how good we are. You know, I think we didn't because it's like a backhanded compliment. Mm. The fact that we're up there with Jillian Michaels and- Of course she's yeah. going to be there, though. She's so mainstream. The, who else like, was like Nike, like they Like Nike. Anybody listens to that shit? Yeah, <laughs> we paid for this. Yeah, you know, this is sponsored. Hey, but, we, but we're yeah. we're top ten in both of those big categories for fitness and health podcasts, which yeah. is kind of. And we were the, I'd say we were one of the least, if not the least, commercial. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Everybody else was kind of commercial that well, was on there. Oh, for sure. We were just, Joe D was on there. Which yeah, is cool. yeah. Oh yeah. Now yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's we're very good. About that. Joe D was on that on one, and then so was Greenfield. Greenfield, and then I, I I felt like there was like four that were like okay, these are legit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got some legit Podcasters. ones in there too. But then it's like. Chilean Michaels, yeah, I Nike. Know, I what? Know. Come on, yeah. it was it, a little bit. Like, it's funny mm. how it does bring credence. You know, still brings credence or whatever. We start getting all these people oh, yeah. asking to work with us now. It is funny because I think that's another reason why we didn't bring it up because we just live in a different time now where 
magazines like that uh, just don't really matter anymore. But it, uh, I was proved wrong because, shit, I must have had seven or eight yeah. emails the next day from companies wanting to advertise or do partnership stuff. I mean, that's even where, what uh, what came up with. Oh, we did bring up uh, bring it up because we brought up uh, Muscle Tech. Yes, Muscle Tech. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. That's right. They did bring that. Yeah, in. yeah. Because that's what that's what started that. Muscle Tech was the first one, and I've had quite a few since then. That have I wonder if they listen to our episode. Where we talk shit about them. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. no, they don't listen. <laughs> Maps Anabolic. If you're looking to maximize your overall muscle and strength, Maps Anabolic is the perfect place to start. With a full 30-day money-back guarantee, there is absolutely zero risk. So what are you waiting for? Go to mindpromedia.com and get started today. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. First question is from X Riceball X. On days when you know you can't perform at your fullest because you aren't fully recovered due to things like a poor night of sleep, should you just do mobility work or is a lighter workout also okay? I would say yes and yes. Or take a nap. Uh, <laughs> seriously. I mean, I have- mean we, we, I, it depends. And I know I know some people hate when we say shit like that, but it really does depend on who I'm, who I'm talking to, how I give this advice. Because... We know for sure, and I know you guys have had clients. Most of your clients would would look for excuses right. to not train and to not do things, right? Like mm-hmm. most of them need to get their ass in the gym. They need to be putting their work in. They need they to be sneeze doing- once. Oh my god, I think I'm coming down. Somewhere. Right. So I'm I'm very careful and with when we give advice like, oh, you know, like you, you can overtrain because it really does the top of the pocket. If I'm talking to the competitor, right, the guy or girl who is like addicted to working out and train seven days a week and rarely ever takes a day off and they just totally overreached and and super sore and they didn't get sleep last night, like 100%, I'm going where Sal started to go right there before I interrupted him. Like, yes, take a fucking nap. Take a nap. Mm-hmm. You probably need a good day off and rest and fully recover, you'll probably come back the next day stronger than what you were before. Um, but most people, I would probably uh, encourage them to go in and do mobility or lighter work. Yes, sleep is one of the most important things, and if you're deprived of it, that is important. Um, but it, so is staying probably consistent for most people. Yeah, and there, there's two There's two ways we can look at this. The One way is what would be best for your health um, and your body. Um, if you had a bad night of sleep, what would be best for your health and your body would probably be to take a nap. On the other hand, we also have to look at, and this is where we always uh, go to, uh, how behaviors are made and how uh, you know what's the most important long-term thing you could do in regards to fitness, which is just be consistent. So it reminds me of like the old school birth control pills where you know the, the the there's 30 pills in there or whatever but there's seven of them are fake it, but they take them anyway you know what i'm talking about do you guys uh, remember these yeah, yeah the sugar ones seven of them are, are sugar pills now why do they do that why do they put in seven sugar pills when all they would have to do is tell the person to just stop taking your birth control for 7 days and then start Keep taking the it again. ritual going it's the consistency keeping the ball rolling and so when we're speaking to behaviors which is probably the most important thing to talk to um, is not to lose momentum. Um, it's especially when you're first starting out or you're 
just starting to get consistent. It gets really hard to change. It, once you start to change course, it gets hard to put yourself back on track. You know, it's like how, how many times have people worked out consistently, then gone on a business trip for a week uh, or a vacation or just gotten sick so they couldn't work out and then they just never went back. It was hard to get the ball rolling again. So that's something you need to consider. If that's you and you need to know yourself, okay, So and you can't lie to yourself. If that's you, if you're that kind of person that consistency is very difficult and you're just now starting to find a little bit of rhythm and consistency and then you had a bad night of sleep and you're like, gosh, you know, I'm just just started getting back on track. It's still kind of difficult for me to be consistent. You probably don't want to miss the workout then. Go in there and go easy and do mobility work. It won't yeah. hurt you. Um, it's not going to hurt you. It's- or really light, like they said. I think both the options sure. they, they list are fine. Like Sometimes when I'm like that, I'll just go through and, and practice the skill. We talk so much about that on this show, about you know look at an exercise and just try and work at it like a skill. So this might be a great day for that. This could be a good day where you go in and you're doing 50% of the load, but you're just working on movement patterns. and that's and that's or, or just one thing, like just squatting or just deadlifting, but with really light weight and you know, concentrating on the technique and spending that time or like your other suggestion, which is, you know, a full day of mobility. How often do people do that? Like how often does somebody just say, Hey, I'm going to spend an entire hour of like stretching and mobility work. A lot of people don't Mm -hmm. do that. And a lot of people could use that. And that's a lot more recuperative than going in and hammering the gym. But you have to like yours to your points out, you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And here's the other thing too, to consider with sleep is that some people can't nap or some people nap and then it affects their evening sleep and light exercise uh, or exercise in general does improve your sleep. So can you make up for your, your, your bad night of sleep? Uh, you can by having a better night of sleep the next night and activity can contribute to that and can help you out. So if you, if it's just one night, yeah, you know, go to the gym, go to the gym and go easy. Um, that would be what I would typically recommend, especially from a behavioral standpoint. Next question is from Dress Fit. I get a lot of new clients believing the stay away from white simple carbs myth. Could you please explain the benefits of simple and complex carbohydrates and when it is beneficial to consume them? Yeah, this is, I think there's, this is communicated wrong. Um, and, and, I, and not only is it communicated wrong, but Thing, foods get demonized for the wrong kind of reasons. So, you know, white bread, uh, you know, pasta, white, simple carbohydrate type of thing, we're told that make you store more body fat than other types of carbohydrates. Um, now, the truth is, and this is why there's people in our space who defend those foods so hard because they're, they're demonized in the wrong way. Um, ca- excess calories make you gain weight, okay, at the end of the day. So if those excess calories come from white bread or they come from sweet potato or oatmeal, if they're excess calories, you're going to store them as body fat. So inherently, they're not necessarily more fattening. Now, from a health standpoint, they might not be as healthy for you. They might not have the same bioavailable nutrients. They may make you feel not as good. I know me, uh, if I eat really, really fast-acting type carbohydrates too often, I tend to not feel as good. I get energy crashes typically. Um, I don't get the rush. Everybody says, oh, you get an energy rush and a crash. I don't get that. I just eat it and then I get a crash afterwards where I want to fall asleep. And so I don't, I don't feel very good on them. So I tend to avoid them because of that. And you should too. Anything that makes you feel that way, I don't care what the food is, you should also avoid. But here's the big problem. 
those simple carbs tend to come in the form of heavily processed foods. And those foods tend to make you want to eat more. And so if you eat a lot of white bread, it's probably you're probably going to eat more calories overall than if you ate you know, sweet potato or oatmeal or something like that. So that's that's why I would say to avoid those types of foods. Yeah, I mean, mm. there's there's some positive sides to it. I, I happen to be in the camp with somebody when I was, especially when I was competing. Now, I, I eat a lot less of it now, but when I was chasing calories and I, and I, and I needed more calories, it was hard for me to hit the caloric intake, um, and I was really getting after my workouts. I mean, some of my best workouts were after some of these carbs. I mean, it, I really would. I would I would load up on some pasta or something two hours before, and I'd have some of the most epic training sessions. So I think the, the advice that you give about really trying to evaluate yourself and pay attention to how how they make you feel. Like some mm-hmm. people may perform extremely well on them. If, if you're somebody who's performs extremely well on them. You don't notice bloat from them. You don't have a major crash like Sal and you can manage the calories. There's they're great. There's nothing wrong with them, especially if you don't have any adverse effects to them. But they also seem to this is where we a lot of people end up having some sort of an intolerance to them. You get right. some people that have like you Sal who crash afterwards. Uh, they are tend to be a lot higher in calories, so it's hard to manage calories that way. So there's there are there, those are some of the drawbacks of that. So you just have to you have to ask yourself like, are you somebody who can have these things and and manage your calories and you get great workouts and you feel fine from them, or are you not? It's an individual experience at the Absolutely. end of the day, and that's you know what we're always trying to stick with that uh, because yeah, for me. I have noticed with most, a lot of my clients, it's been a similar pattern in terms of like some of these uh, types of carbs have, have created like intolerances and inflammatory experiences where they get like signals from their body that, you know, have adverse uh, sort of reaction to these types of foods, but that's not everybody. So it's not like a blanket statement of like avoid these. And, uh, you know, in terms of like, we just get so general with it because we try and steer people towards healthier habits. But, you know, you really have to assess at the end of the day whether or not this is good or uh, not a good option for you, specifically you. Yeah, right? there's the splitting hair stuff too with these types of carbs too that tend to happen a little bit. Like, you know, eat this one post-workout and this one before your workout and this one at night and this one... I think there's a lot of splitting hairs with that kind of stuff, and a lot of people in our space put more importance on that than I think needs to be done. I, I see guys doing like the gummy bears and pixie sticks uh, post workout because wow. it replenishes their glycogen the dextrose. source, yeah, faster. And so now they have an excuse to eat gummy bears, and this is, you know, and really, what percent impact is that having on your physique? Like none. Yeah, zero point one or none, uh, probably nothing. Um, so I, I think you know when we're looking at these types of things. Examine how does it make you feel? Is it healthier for you? Is it going to make you want to overeat? Those are the most important things. And then once you base it off of that, what you'll end up finding is most people probably will avoid a lot of those types of foods because in my experience, that that covers a lot of people. There's not too many people I've encountered where – eating those types of foods uh, makes them feel good and they've got good health from them. It's not as common. Next question is from Healthy, Happy, and Free. Do you think someone who has suffered from an eating disorder should compete in bodybuilding? <laughs> no. Ugh, no. Terrible idea. Terrible, yeah. terrible, yeah. terrible idea. I'll tell you what, um, if you don't have an eating disorder- It's like an alcoholic entering a drinking contest. Yeah. Like, it's like- definitely not a good idea. But don't you feel like this is pretty commonplace? Like a lot of people don't realize maybe that they have uh, an eating disorder, but they're 
like compelled to want to like present their physique on well, stage. think about it this way, okay? Here's a sport, and we're gonna embody when we say bodybuilding, this covers bikini, this covers uh, uh, physique competitors. This may even cover um, other types of uh, events or sports where you're presenting your, your your physical self, maybe even pageants, okay? So here we are. We're in a sport where you're being judged almost or or entirely based off of how you look. So yeah. that's number one. You're going on a stage and getting judged against other people and how they look. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Um, the requirements to do well in these kind of competitions – are uh, extreme in their diets. They're extreme in the sense that in order for you to achieve that kind of a look, you have to, in for all intents and purposes, have a at least a twelve or fourteen week period of disordered eating. Okay, that's literally what it is. For all intents and purposes, if you look at the way people ate pre-contest, um, you most psychologists will look at it and be like, that's disordered eating. They're eating the same food every single day. You're cutting your calories super, super low. You're watching yourself in the mirror every day. You're, you're, you're weighing yourself. You're taking your body fat. You're obsessing about your body. That does not sound like an environment for somebody who just recovered from an eating disorder. Uh, eating disorder. It would feed into it. Now, here's the truth. A lot of people with disordered eating and body image issues, it attracts them. Yeah. Seems to attract them. 100%. Um, and I think it's because it gives them a, a reason and a purpose for the way that they obsess about their body. It, it makes them, it can make you feel better. Like, I'm so obsessed about my body. Let me compete and get validated 100%. for it type it of deal. It justifies it. Yeah, exactly. No, just just the same way that an alcoholic that enters a drinking contest. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a champion drinker. I, yeah, That's I'm, crazy. I'm doing yeah. it because it's a contest, not because I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. you have a fucking problem. I'm, I'm good at this. Yeah, yeah you no. have a fucking problem, and that's not a good idea. No, I, I mean, I, I think it's a... I think it's a um, it's, it, it's a borderline dangerous place for the average person. No eating disorder. Just mm-hmm. a normal person who sees it and thinks it's a good idea. It's just, it's not a good idea for most people. It's a, and this is where, and I know there, it, there's a lot of people in our space that, you know, it's not a sport, blah, 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 because you're, there's not a ball involved and we're not scoring points, right? But absolutely, it's an extreme sport. You do extreme things that are not uh, ideal and healthy for the body like any other sport. You know, that's, that's what defines really a sport is it's not something, no sport is healthy for your body. Doing anything repetitive or at extreme levels isn't ideal for longevity and health. So it's definitely, uh, already a, uh, dangerous or extreme thing for a, a person that has got a good relationship with food. It could take somebody who has a good relationship with food and give them an eating disorder. So somebody who's already, uh, in that place, uh, or been in that place? Nah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely not a place that they should they should be in whatsoever. Um, and I don't see anything good coming out of of putting themselves through that. No, I'd say if you if you're super self aware and very secure with who you are, um, then you then you can compete, and then you might be okay. Um, otherwise, what a what a terrible. I mean, again, you are think of all the value and importance they're placing solely on how you look. There isn't even any performance component. So they don't even care how strong you are or anything like that. It's all about how you look. It's no wonder that, you know, calf implants and oil injections, which aren't even an anabolic steroid, you're not even building muscle. You're just injecting oil into your muscles to make them look rounder. It's no wonder that has is permeated into uh the the sport of 
of bodybuilding. It's, it's all the values about how you look. I None th of it is on anything else. And when you place that, when you're already body obsessed, you're, you're body obsessed to train six days a week and whatever. Then on top of it, you're gonna people are gonna tell you that that's a good thing. You look great. This is here's your money. This is what it's all about, or whatever. Here's your trophy. Boy, that's a uh, what do they call that? A, um, a, a loop. Uh, Negative feedback. No, loop? positive, positive feedback, feedback, loop. feedback loop. It's like putting a speaker in, in front of a microphone. You get that loud sound. Yeah. It's like bad. You know. You know, body obsession. Yeah. Going to enter into a sport where everybody's obsessed with body. <laughs> Boy, that'll blow it up uh, in crazy. I feel proportions. like Instagram has just perpetuated this too. Like it's. We're in we're in this time where it just seems to be extremely popular, uh, both guys and girls. If you're at all into fitness and you're into Instagram and you want to gain followers, whether it be for popularity reasons or to try and build a business, it just seems like the go-to move. Like you know, people follow people that have good physiques and they they look like they want to look, and so me getting on stage and competing and getting myself at a, a look that all these people desire is going to gain a bunch of followers and then I'm going to build a business. I'm going to make all this money. And I just think that there's a, a false perception around that that people don't don't mm -hmm. realize. I think that we're in this world. We think that, oh, someone has 50,000 followers, so they must have a like a serious, successful business, especially when those people are presenting themselves as super successful when in reality, a lot of them really are not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Next question is from Grave Show. If you guys could pick one fitness influencer or personality that you would have shut up and go away forever, who would it be and why? And Jillian Michaels doesn't count. Oh, wow. oh man. Why? I was yeah, going to pick her. Yeah, I yeah. can't think. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. The ones that bother me the most are just the Insta celebrities that are the, you know, the good looking guy or girl that is just promoting terrible products and terrible exercise and nutrition uh, advice it, it, it's super super frustrating the kardashians get on my nerves uh for this in the past i know uh, they promoted yeah. the with the squeams the squeams in the, in the yeah. past and certain diet practices that are absolutely terrible but a lot of celebrities do it they're not the only ones they're just right. they're just super super influential um it, you know as much as i w would love to shut them up and make them go away forever Another one will pop up in their place, and that's because we keep giving them attention. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like they wouldn't exist if we didn't, if we didn't, if we ignored them. Like if yeah. we just ignored them, we looked at them and said, "Well, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that or whatever." They wouldn't exist. It's it's us, man. You know, the market is a funny thing, and sometimes we get frustrated with it, but it's a reflection. It's a mirror, you know. It's a mirror into us. It's like when people complain about, you know, why is there a liquor store on, on the corner of, uh, of every street here, or why are there all these, you know, whatever gun stores or whatever store that they disagree with. And I think it's like, hey man, it's like because people give them money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's not as easy as just shutting them yeah, down. It's, it's our fault at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, they exist because we we make them exist. It's like yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it, that's the terrible thing about it. You know. Yeah, I would have picked Joey Schwal, but he's he literally like disappeared. Did he? Yeah. Like I've I've been trying to find him. Maybe I, he blocked. I can't. You, yeah. You're blocked. We're blocked. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm like, where is he's, this guy? He's hanging out with Dan Bilzerian. And what is he up to these is days? Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. No. He. he I think he's doing. He's got some venture with him. I think. I think he's involved in the uh, the weed ignite thing or whatever his brand is. Is that uh, what ignite? Is that what the company is? I can't good, remember the name of the well, name. Well, of that's it. the pivot. It's a good man. transition. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I have a a single individual that just. You know it's tough. Here's why it's hard is I don't I don't really follow. Uh, if someone really bothers me, you just don't or, follow. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. follow and pay them no attention. 
But I, I do, uh, you know, you know who really bothered me? I didn't like him, and I know he's out there still doing stuff, and I don't remember his handle. Remember the fucking guy that was uh, the IIFM guy that was uh, eating the crazy pizzas and oh, the, fruit, yeah. the Fruit Loop pizza? Yeah, thing, I mean, he had a that. massive following back then. I imagine he's as big or bigger, and I really, I really despise that message. Um, as much as they try and position that on uh, trying to be counter to the people that demonize foods, um, I just know that the average client that saw that would see something like that would justify their eating behaviors, and it would just send them down this this spiral downward, yeah. and and they would never get out of it because they are being told by some asshole on Instagram that eating like this is completely okay as long as it fits your macros. And I think it's just really, it teaches really bad habits and behaviors. It's when we know that we have, uh, as, a, as a country, we have uh, an overeating problem and these types of foods promote overeating and to to flaunt that in front of them, it's just, and I use the analogy, it's like, you know, being in, at an AA meeting and standing in front of all these alcoholics while you're drinking a beer, talking to them about, not drinking. Yeah, look, know? I can I can drink hella beer. Yeah, um, it, it's just it's a, it's a it's a bad message, and I think it, it does more harm than it does good. And mm -hmm. so I wish most of those motherfuckers would disappear. And I know there's quite a few of them that have these pages. But, like, but again, man, it's like they they're for a reason. You know what yeah. I mean? We're following them, and it, it's like it's our human it's human nature to want to control other people. It's human nature to look at things and say, "Oh, get rid of this. It's bad, and let's just have this. It's good, and now everything's perfect." But there's enough people to support it. It's like we have to change the heart and minds of the people, of the consumers. We can't force. Well, yeah, but this of, co shit, of, cor of course, of course, though, Sal. But you're, um, it's like a drug addict, though. I mean, food is has to be the most one yeah. of the most abused things out there. And so you, and of course, people are drawn to it because a majority. That's the problem. That's why I don't like it because there's so many people following it because ninety percent of them are food addicts. 90% of the people are are over there with him and going like, yeah, that's right. It's okay. We can have these things, yeah. you know? And it's just like a bunch of fucking cokeheads being like, yeah, see, it ain't that bad. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just, it really is. It's, but just, I mean, my point, it's just food. But my point is, we, you know, what would you do? You wouldn't you wouldn't block, you wouldn't have Instagram shut them down or you wouldn't want a law against them. Well, of, of course not. Yeah, I mean, that's we, what I mean. It's like, we're, it's this weird position. It's like, you look at it, you know yeah. it's fucked. But the only way to get rid of it, the only effective real way to get rid yeah, of shit like the, that. Yeah, the question is, who would we pick to go like away? Like in a magic world. Yeah, go away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it's something like that. I mean, we I would absolutely never want government to get involved and regulate yeah. Yeah. who we can and can't see. I'm not for that whatsoever. But if you know we're playing a game where okay we can eliminate one person off the the Instagram earth, yeah. you know, like who do you want to get rid of? I would get rid of some. And of plus, these. I enjoy them for the content. You know what I mean? Like this is great content to bring on the show. So it's like we can't really have them go away. Yeah. Otherwise, we uh, we got no enemies. I've seen a few recent articles too on on some of these influencers getting um, uh, exposed. Like um, there was this one girl who travels. She's like a travel page, and she'll post pictures of herself in these exotic locations or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it you get, it came out that that most of them were photoshopped. <laughs> that they were totally fake. <laughs> Yeah, and That's uh, awesome. yeah, dude, and I'm, it's it's coming out more and more, and um, I, I, the backlash was, wasn't is that coming. some some of those uh, vegans that were eating meat caught eating meat. And Did stuff? you see oh, that man. one? Yeah, yeah, where the girl was caught eating meat, and then and then she turned. What she said was that her doctor Busted. told her she had to eat meat because she had some nutrient deficiencies. <laughs> 
But in, in, I mean, she should have just been honest. Like, hey, hey, everybody. But once you build a huge following, oh, could you imagine that? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, 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 you create this no, religion. She couldn't have come out and been like, oh, this is happening to me. They'd be like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's even worse, though. It is. And it then, is. you know, you're living a lie, which, in my opinion, that would eat you that, up that's, even more. That is worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really, I, you know, it's, uh, I don't have names to pick on people individually, but. I it, I really I'm irritated by a lot of our own peers. Like I think sometimes in our space we get, uh, you know, we get so into this like dick measuring. Context. Yes, it's who's more right, and we end up talking over ninety percent of everybody else, yep. and we're really only speaking to each other. And it turns into this battle of like I'm more right than you are, and like the people that we're supposedly trying to help, we're fucking talking over all of them. Like I was listening to somebody who I follow and I like and I respect. And I'm listening to his Instagram when he's talking about exercise and just the the depth that he's going into explaining and he's doing it to counter some information that's out there. And I'm like, you know what? This is not helping 90% yeah. of the people that are catching this. It, all it's doing is overcomplicating something very simple. Mm. Like most people don't even need to hear that message. People and, are already confused. Right. We yeah. do we 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 do this as fitness professionals. A lot. We we do. We get into this dick measuring competition of who's smarter, who understands the study better, who's who, and we're and we're fighting over things that like don't really make that big of a difference in ninety nine percent of the population. It's just ridiculous. And we end what we end up doing is losing more people mm -hmm. than truly helping. And I wish a lot of that shit would go away. You know, I wish that uh, we would we would move on from that. And I think a lot of that is again perpetuated in this Instagram world where. We get famous or popular because we look a certain way. Now, all of a sudden, we think we're experts on some shit or we read studies all day long. And now, because we read a bunch of studies, we think we're experts. It's like, man, when you actually get out there and you try to take all that information that you've read in all the books and you start trying to apply all that science to real life people, what you find out is a lot of that shit doesn't even apply. Mm -hmm. A lot of that bullshit doesn't even apply to a majority of the people. Yeah, why are we arguing this stupid, small detail? Yeah. It's because- Especially in academia, this is really popular in academia. They like to be right. Oh, yeah. They like to be more right, I right. should say, than the other guy. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, it's like, well, okay, that's cool. What have you accomplished? Nothing. Yeah. You haven't really helped anybody. No. You know, we could sit down and talk about, you know, I could sit down and talk about amino acid profiles of food and bioavailability. Um, and that wouldn't matter at fucking all to the average person. <laughs> and the it, it wouldn't, it doesn't make and, a difference. It's going to tune you up. And the knucklehead trainers that get under these these people's posts and they they raw behind them, you're not helping the cause. It's always all these newbie trainers that uh, identify with one of these fitness celebrities, and they're like, "Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. You should eat this way." Or, "Yeah, see, the other guy's so wrong." And it's we get into these camps. It's like. Man, you guys are only making it worse because then you're validating this this knucklehead who's literally only speaking to you fucking hundred yeah. people, you hundred trainers that understand the information he's even providing, and he's just gonna keep pushing. You know what they need to do? You know what it is? Is they need to, and this is a problem with with any space is when you're around in a particular group of people, that becomes your normal. And right. so if all you ever do is talk to your other yeah. super educated trainers and whatever then you forget that you're not communicating to the average person. This is one of the reasons why we do those live events. It's, it's because if I hang around with you guys too long, <laughs> then we start to elevate shit to, oh, yeah. to a level that people stop understanding because we're obviously we've been doing this for a long time. You go talk to the average people, average person, person I should say, and then you start to bring – it grounds you. It brings you down and reminds you like, oh, yeah, we need to communicate this stuff. 
This is the most important stuff. So, right. and uh, so anyway, with that, go to mindpumpfree.com and download all of our guides. You can also find us all on Instagram. You can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal and Adam at Mind Pump Adam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>